0: Night Talk, Monday to Thursdays, 10 to midnight. The Zimbabwe election took place today as polls opened very early this morning, but some polling stations, many polling stations, got off to a slow start as many of them uh, would, did not open, uh, either for administrative and clerical reasons or because uh, voting material has not been delivered um, and there was a delay as far as that is concerned. Uh, Dr. William Mpofu is a researcher at the University of the Witwatersrand, uh, political uh, analyst and senior researcher for at Good Governance Africa joins us. Uh, Dr. Mpofu, thank you so much for your time this evening. I really, really do appreciate it. Uh, 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 polling stations opening late is an ordinary course of election events the world over, right? And some countries are more efficient or some electoral commissions are more efficient than others, more experienced than others. And... Uh, these sorts of hiccups are to be expected, but in Zimbabwe it seems to have been a lot more widespread than usual. Is it just mere inefficiencies and incompetence, or is it a deliberate, systematic, uh, you know, uh, att- attempt at making certain voting districts slower and weaker than others, hoping to dissuade voters in certain districts to, if e- e- effectively manipulate what that electoral outcome could potentially be? I'm imagining that these are questions that election observers would be asking themselves.
1: Definitely. um, Given that the Zimbabwe Electoral Commission uh, is not a new body, in that, uh, in its form and content, it has conducted elections before and conducted them differently from now, this looks like a machination this looks like a choreography. This looks like something deliberate uh, and um, intended uh, to tire the voters, exhaust them, and get them to give up uh, from voting. And if you look carefully, pattern-wise, it looks like it's in those uh, constituencies and those uh, polling stations where the political opposition have their strongholds. So this looks more like a design, uh, an incident rather than um, an accident, and it's part of um, the systematic and structural manipulation of the elections uh, to tilt them against um, the political opposition and in favor of, uh, of, of the incumbent.
0: Was it successful, or did um, vote were voters resilient that they stick through the pain, so to speak?
1: Uh, Voters might have been resilient or they might have given up, but what has uh, given away and what has actually happened uh, is that the credibility of the election process has been taken away and this is beyond repair. It cannot be restored again. So the election has been unfree, unfair and unjust already. Uh, that, that cannot be recovered and the political opposition can argue actually that they've been rigged out of um, their electoral opportunities here yeah, the,
0: yeah. that
1: it cannot be the credibility cannot be restored
0: yeah yeah uh, perfect long uh, away thank you so much for your time general secretary of the Secretary General of the Zimbabwean Union of journalists uh, and chairperson of the Media Alliance of Zimbabwe um, to, to the question on what the reception of some of the electoral inefficiencies were on the ground, uh, the delayed opening of certain polling stations in certain districts, the non-delivery of voting material at certain places, um, how did voters generally receive it? That they receive it as, ah, well, it's just an inefficient system, or that they receive it as an attempt at weakening or manipulating what the electoral outcome of certain districts would be?
2: Uh, I would say that uh, people are um, quite angry at uh, what is happening or what has happened with regards to the delays that uh, we have uh, seen and uh, registered across the country. I mean, uh, some people have not uh, cast their vote or some polling stations had not opened until 7 p.m. when they were supposed to have closed. My goodness. So uh, 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 people are, are, are quite angry and uh, they are asking questions to say, the zimbabwe electoral commission has had uh, 5 years to prepare for the elections and they knew that they are going to be having an election why are they delaying why are they not bringing ballot papers on time why are they not bringing all the required material to ensure that voters exercise their right as enshrined uh, in the constitution to elect new leaders for for zimbabwe so uh, people are quite angry and uh, they want to know. And you would, it, it, it will be interesting to, to know that even political actors themselves have started asking questions. And they are saying the Zimbabwe Electoral Commission should respond, should give them answers, should explain to them what is happening. Because as uh, um, you would understand, some people are currently casting their vote. Yes, uh, we have seen that, uh, uh, there has been an extension to uh the casting of the, the vote but uh, people are, are quite angry about those delays can you imagine people have been on uh, on queues since morning yeah and uh, are only starting uh, casting their votes now
0: yeah. uh, do you have an idea about how many polling stations have been that badly affected
2: Um, no, I I, I don't have a number per se, um, because this is happening across the country. So until we have uh, properly collated numbers, I I cannot give you a figure. But uh, we have seen that uh, mostly in urban areas, uh, urban areas are the ones that are uh, affected, where people uh, are delayed in terms of uh, casting their vote.
0: Yeah. Uh, I want to I want to bring it to 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 this point because I think this is a significant part uh, of the conversation. Is what impact does this have on the integrity of the in, and credibility of the election? Dr. Mbofu, you made the argument uh, that it makes the election unfree. The last time around, in 2018, when an election took place, uh, these were the exact arguments that Nelson Chamisa and his legal team made in court, saying that these were strategic uh, strategic uh, efforts to manipulate the result, and uh, counting was influenced as a result of, of certain uh, polling stations not having either enough people to count and all of these sort of things. And the court said... We recognize that, but not enough of it happened to declare this election uh, uh, not credible or not free and fair. This time around, and, and, and you make the arguments the same way, but this time around, is there enough of these incidents, and are they bad enough for a court to potentially declare uh, the election result is invalid?
2: uh I- are you? Is that
0: a question directed to me? No, Dr. Mpofu. Okay, Dr. Mpofu, do we have you? Oh, it seems like we may have lost Dr. Mpofu there. But but pe- perhaps uh, uh, yourself as well. Uh, perfect. Can you reflect on that that court case coming out of the 2018 election and whether or not you anticipate a repeat of that this time around?
2: um it it it's it's uh, from what we are hearing now uh, from political actors it looks like already that uh, uh, people will be going uh, that direction where people will be taking this uh, uh, these uh, matters to court and um uh, we like i said that we we don't have the figures of people who have been disenfranchised as yet and uh, those figures are only uh, what are going to tell us whether uh, the, the the election should then be um, judged to be um, unfair on on that or not. So we we, we still await to see the the figures that of people who have been uh, uh, disenfranchised. Uh, since there has been an extension in terms of uh, uh, voting, we are also going to see how many people are going to be affected by that. The, yeah. the those delays um so that at least we know um whether um, those that are running the election are going to say the elections must be called off or there must be some uh, re-run or some retake of the elections in some areas but at the moment until we get those numbers we we, we cannot be sure
0: yeah uh, did you, Dr. Mpofer, do you perhaps also want to reflect on that? How, how significant were some of these electoral inefficiencies this time around, such as the delay in the polling stations? Is it enough to for a court to look at the evidence and be like, mm, we don't think this can be declared a free, fair uh, and valid election? Um, or do you anticipate the court to read it at the same time it did in 2018? To say, well, we recognize some places weren't great, but it's not enough for us to say that the election was not valid
1: in the very first place are uh, a legal event with uh, political outcomes. So from a, a technical uh, legal perspective, if the elections get delayed, if the election resources and materials are not supplied in the time that they are not su- going to supply it, at, uh, process has been uh, interfered with the legal process and part of the election that's been interfered, and that and that alone is enough to take away uh, the credibility of the elections because count it this way people time themselves when they are going to elections they take leave of other responsibilities and anticipate to vote in a certain period of time and in a certain specific time if that doesn't happen the process has been tilted corrupted Interfered with and they get disenfranchised. And there is no sure way of quantifying how many people have been disenfranchised. There is no measure that can be applied which can prove accurately how many people have been robbed of the voting opportunity. So politically, these elections have been uh, corrupted almost beyond repair.
0: Yeah. How observer missions, and one such observer mission is the SADC observer mission led by uh, Zambia. Um, will they have any sort of influence in, in the declaration of this election as free and fair and valid to be accepted by the rest of the continent and the rest of the world? Or do you think observer missions, having bemoaned some of these uh, uh, delays and some of these uh, discrepancies, should call for a re-election? Their opinion.
1: Uh, their verdict and their submission on the election will be very important uh, politically and will be considerable uh, legally. And it's important and quite weighty what these observers are going to say uh, from their independent uh, observatory uh, uh, positions. It will be important to hear what their evaluation is.
0: Yeah. Uh, Perfect. Do you expect observer missions... (laughs) unlike in the past, to really exert a voice of uh, discontent this time around?
1: Yeah, the voting processes in Zimbabwe, the electoral landscape and uh, the practices have been uh, low in terms of standards, and they have been um, sometimes ridiculous. But this is like an all-time law. Nobody expected it to be this vulgar, to be this... um, uh, Law and to be this um, embarrassing if uh, we were talking about normal circumstances uh, with normal systems and normal people in operation, this is an all-time law even by Zimbabwean standards.
0: Yeah, give us a call. I'm taking some of your reactions to the zero eight six triple zero two zero three two zero eight six triple zero two zero three two. There, no doubt, perfect. Uh, has been a sentiment of a confusion really for a lot of voters about who to vote for, especially uh, 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 voters who want to cast their vote in support of an opposition party, given just how fractured the opposition spectrum is this time around. Um, As you uh, were engaging with voters uh, in the lead up to this and on the day, how much of that uh, confusion persisted today at the polls?
1: Um. what can be said uh, here is that um, this uh, irregularity uh, or this discrepancy and this problematic on is accompanied by many other bizarre uh, uh, developments, including the mismatch in terms of um, candidates' um, portraits and uh, party symbols, which uh, were found circumstances where you find a CCC candidate uh, accompanied by a a ZANU-PF logo and a ZANU-PF candidate accompanied by a CCC logo. Uh, Honestly, in a a, a process that is supposed to be a a national election, that cannot be an accident. If it was an accident, it was supposed to be seen before and corrected before uh, it achieved the limelight it has achieved. So this mess appears to be a design that was put in place in order to create confusion that will favor uh, uh, the incumbent.
0: Yeah. Uh, Dr. Mpofu, do you, do, you, do you have an observation uh, with regards to that splintering of the opposition spectrum?
1: Yes, but uh, if you want to establish that observation, you have to base it on the background way. There were actually candidates that were sponsored uh, by uh, the ruling party to uh, contest these elections as opposition candidates, just to multiply them and ensure that there is more than one candidate in one constituency.
0: My goodness!
1: For the for the opposition, uh, there is a, a, an entity called FAS, something that has been active uh, in the uh, election uh, process in Zimbabwe right from the nomination court up to the the voting day that we have seen. So um, most of this confusion has been um, constructed and instituted for purposes of tilting the vote against the opposition. So it's more of an incident rather than an accident, a design and not a, a, a mishap.
0: Yeah, yeah. Give us a call: zero eight six triple zero two zero three two zero eight six triple zero two zero three two. I'm taking some of your reactions to this conversation. Uh, I'm in conversation with Doctor Mbofu as well as Perfect uh, Shlongawe, Um Both of them covering the Zimbabwean election, giving their insights into it. I'm taking your reactions again. That number is zero eight six triple zero two zero three two. If you want to send a WhatsApp voice note, it's zero six one four one zero four one zero seven. Let's take a quick break.
3: Open up to pure and simple joys on the Inside SA this Monday evening at 6 as we're on the beach in Mozambique with Pearl Tosi and her daughter Tandole Tumukwena. New Miss South Africa and fashion entrepreneur Natasha Hubert shares the beauty in being business-minded. As Miss South Africa, my
0: message would be be bold, be resilient. You're never too young to accomplish anything in life.
3: And media personality Pam Mdanga discovers simple food, fashion and music. That's the Insider Essay, this Monday at 6, repeat Saturday at 1pm
0: on S3. Remembering how they lost their Premier League title last season, the Gunners of London want to grab more points this time around. Saka,
4: oh, what a goal! Bukayo Saka with an absolute gem!
3: But the Cottagers are not in the business of donating points.
4: Pereira, cross yes! feet, Abide over reed is there. It's 1-0 to Fulham.
0: Catch the superb Premier League clash between Arsenal and Fulham on Saturday 26 August at 3pm, live on S3. Also available on SABC Plus and
1: sabcsport.com.
4: Hashtag, we love it here.
1: Brought to you by SABC Sport.
0: For the love of the game. SMS SAFM now on 41391. <laughs> night talk with oliver dixon eight minutes to the top of the hour you're listening to night talk my name is oliver dixon thank you so much for the honor and the pleasure of your company we're talking zimbabwe election this evening what are some of your thoughts on it give me that call zero eight six triple zero two zero three two zero eight six triple zero two zero three two i want us to for a second reflect on voter turnout 6.6 million eligible and registered voters perfect um was there a significant turnout amongst those 6.6 or is the turnout uh, uh, met a, po- a point of concern?
1: The turnout initially uh, was impressive from what we saw. We saw a visual posted by uh, official sources and unofficial sources. But um, this turnout was uh, fatigued or controverted by the unavailability of critical resources in shape and in form of the ballot papers themselves which are the resources that are needed to make the voting uh, possible which is um, what brings us exactly to that observation that this was designed exactly to exhaust the energy of the voters and um, e- eventually e- turn them away from the crucial voting.
0: Yeah, and and, and generally, uh, uh, Dr. Mpofu, turnout is an indicator of credibility as well. Uh, it, it, there's, there's at least is a minimum threshold of turnout to be expected in an election for it to be considered a, 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 a genuine, valid mandate uh, from the electorate. Um, to the extent that uh, turnout is impacted by, uh, again, uh, the lack of resources and the delay thereof, um, can one have an observation about the credibility of the election just based on turnout alone?
1: Turnout um, cannot really be a factor that can concretize and establish credibility. But it um, displays the confidence that the voters have in the process. And we saw that confidence tested. We saw that confidence uh, exhausted. And we saw that confidence uh, ridiculed. And besides that, there were suspicious desks uh, of uh, members of the ruling party that were allegedly uh, carrying out uh, after voting survey, where in some polling stations, voters that were coming from uh, voting were asked to submit their identities, uh, get their names recorded for purposes that are still not clear, which adds to that um, uh, picture where the ruling entities intended to frighten, intimidate, and uh, actually uh, repel uh, uh, potential yeah. voters uh, this day. That, that is a, a, a development that cannot be ignored uh, in the total yeah. picture of the controverting of or, or, or the elections that we are talking about.
0: Yeah, let's go to the lines. Uh, let's speak to Tepo out in the northwest. Tepo, good evening.
3: Good evening, Oliver. How are you?
0: I'm fantastic. Go right ahead, Tepo.
3: No, I'm doing good. Uh, well, I want to say this is a quite interesting topic, uh, Prof. Mpofu and the other gentlemen there. But first and foremost, I just want to ask if they will would have voted themselves as zimbabweans in this election because i i will regard them and characterize them as anti-critics in saying they will have never contributed anything if they would have not casted their vote i mean why should they be saying this process should have happened and that one and not the other way they are here criticizing everything about what should have happened, but they will have not made a contribution. But you're preempting that, that, of, that
0: they um, didn't, right? And not, one, it's irrelevant, but two, you're preempting clearly <laughs> to uh, dismissing uh, contributions, not on the substance of it, but rather whether or not uh, you, you think that they voted. Uh, that's seemingly very relevant. The substance of the analysis is what perhaps you should be responding to, uh, Tepo.
3: But I'm saying, I've been listening to them. It it appears and it sounds clearly that they've not casted their vote. That's, that's, that's yeah, right. no, that's that's
0: that's yeah, that's a weird observation. Uh, but thanks a lot for your call. I appreciate it. It's not relevant to what the substance of their contributions are. The substance of the contributions are this is what's happening, this is how it's received, and this is what the impact of it potentially could be. Whether or not they voted uh, doesn't seem to be a relevant part of that conversation. Uh, Ola, out in Baitbridge. Ola, good evening.
4: Good evening. How are you, my brother? I'm Oliver. fantastic,
0: sir. I'm fantastic. Go ahead. What's on your mind?
4: Me, I just passed a bed bridge from Zimbabwe for voting. Me I have a chance to vote. But the problem now, you see, this part called Zantief, my brother, Ish, mm. is killing us. And you know what surprised me? Just now I receive SMS and some audios that they, they send three buses from rural areas to come to Harare to, to make those people to vote. You see? So which means that they are trying to rig, but they are failing. But uh, no, no, no.
0: Yeah, uh, did you vote uh, for an opposition party? Or did you vote Zanu PF?
4: No, I don't want to see Zanu PF in my face. <laughs> I don't want to see me. I vote for for because I need what? a change?
0: Yeah, yeah. What was your voting experience like? Uh that you voted at a polling station that had resources? What time did you get there? What time did you vote?
4: no i'm here. i arrived yesterday in zimbabwe mm. uh, but i vote around the around the
0: two two around two o'clock but
4: it's not yeah two o'clock afternoon but it's not all oh, police, uh, police station but the others the barrel papers they came late
0: mm, mm. yeah no thank you so much for that i appreciate you sharing that uh i really do appreciate it ola who is at Beitbridge? Just crossed over into uh, South Africa, coming from Zimbabwe, having casted his vote at two o'clock today. Just, just to wrap up this conversation, uh, um, Dr. Mpofu, I want to give you a, a, an opportunity to to just share your final thoughts, very specifically around the what is next question. Should it continue to be a Zanu PF regime on the other side of this, uh, and as those results start trickling in, uh, is it business as usual? It
1: will not be as uh, business as usual and uh, the unfortunate part for Africa uh, and uh, coming close to southern Africa specifically and the neighbours of Zimbabwe is that um, if these processes that are faulted as they are and that are uh, corrupted as they are, that lead to uh, political uh, chaos, disorder and instability.
0: Night Dog giving you depth and texture to the conversations that matter. Monday to Thursdays, 10
2: p.m.